Good afternoon, everybody. Kelly, can you hear us? You already have your hand raised. Can we help you before the meeting? Testing, can you hear me? Kelly, it's Nicole. Oh, great. Thank you so much.
Good morning, everyone. Oh, wow, was that a bad one? It's good morning somewhere. I don't know. Somewhere. Anyway, good afternoon, everyone. <laughs> this is the Wyandotte Creek Groundwater Sustainability Agency. Our regular meeting of April 22nd, 2021. Please join me in a salute to the flag of our nation. Ready? Salute. Pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Okay, please call the roll. Um, Commissioner Conley? Here. Commissioner Smith? Commissioner Byam? Here. Commissioner Daly? Here. Commissioner uh, Ruston? Here. Um, staff team, Commissioner Goslin? I'm uh, on the management committee. Sorry about that. Just, management just committee? The board. Oh. But I was going to let you roll with it, you know. <laughs> I was making sure they were all here. You know, you can make me look bad at any time, so I'm never going to make you look bad. All right, so um, next up is approval of the minutes of the last meeting. Are there any changes by any board members on the meeting minutes? Is there any fun thing from the public about our minutes? I have no public comment on the minutes. Okay, I'll entertain a motion. I second it. I'll move that we approve the minutes. Okay, we can do it that way. Oh, what? Sorry. That's all good. Man, we're rolling. I got a little ahead of myself there. Uh, Mr. Conley? Um, yeah, all those in favor say aye. Aye. All right. Any opposed? No. Okay, good. Regular business update on the groundwater sustainability plan for the Wyandotte Creek Subbasin. Paul Goslin. Thank you, Chair uh, Conley and board members. I'm going to um, hopefully get my screen um, sharing up so I can give a pr short presentation. Jackie. I'd like to do is I'm going to need to have screen share turned on. I see you're clicking. I it. believe it's available now. Ah, it's available now. Thank you. <laughs> hey, thank you. Um, so today I'm going to give a very similar presentation on status of the groundwater sustainability plan and the schedule. Again, these are the chapters we've been uh, working on. Administrative information is being worked on right now, uh, largely by staff with input from the consultants. Uh, basin settings in final draft um, preparation. And a lot of work's being done right now on sustainable management criteria and monitoring networks and projects and management actions, and I'll cover that. So yes, the basin setting chapters draft complete. Um, groundwater dependent ecosystems draft is um, being in incorporated, uh, that work. And then the sustainable management criteria, uh, we're very close to having a draft that will go out for a 30-day comment period. It'll probably be 
um, probably not next week. So it's likely May for a 30-day comment period. And then we're going to have um, the Water Advisory Committee review that at their May and, and maybe into their June meeting. And the board will consider approving the final draft at June or July. And we do want to keep any of these chapters final draft until the plan is, is compiled and completed and um, the board approves it. Um, but we are going sequentially on this. Uh, and I will be giving updates to the board on the drafts and, and the status of that at the next couple of meetings. Um, project management actions, we're doing solicitation of projects, a lot of good involvement from partners. Um, and we're gonna review it, it, what's been submitted to the Water Advisory Committee and a status to the board um, in, in May. And then we're gonna have a public workshop. Um, I deeply, uh, I have a, I lost something here. Um, hold on, hold on one second, my apologies. Did I lose you all? No. Uh, we can see you. We can see your. Can you uh, see the presentation? Yeah, it says groundwater sustainability yes. plan status schedule. It never flickered. Okay, because my screen froze. Sorry. Um, so yes, yeah, so, uh, you have an IT problem, not us. That's all. What's that? You have an IT problem, not us. <laughs> yeah, it's all out in the Ethernet, so I don't know what's going on out there. Um, yeah, so project and management action, th this will be the means that we're going to take um, to achieve sustainability, our measurable objectives, um, but then also would include things such as filling um, data gaps as, as a project or uh, actions the agency may take that the board may decide that the agency needs to take certain actions. So it does cover a wide gambit. Um, uh, that will be covered in the plan. Uh, another side note is things that are submitted into groundwater sustainability plans become eligible and, and they have to be approved in, um, by the board. Um, they um, will be eligible for uh, funding. Um, um, funding for under groundwater sustainability grants. Um, so really taking a look at what gets into the plan and you know where they're at status wise, they could be eligible for funding. So it's a lot of important steps. So partially we're taking a look and stakeholders partners are taking a look too of things that are in existing documents such as uh, general plans that may be in that are applicable or urban water management plans or ag water management plans um, that may be uh, applicable to um, projects and management actions. So yeah, by the end of the month, we're gonna have at least the first grouping of projects and management actions that will be reviewed by the Water Advisory Committee. Um, we'll discuss that in May, what lists we have, and then have a 30-day public comment period on that draft. Um, and in July, we'll review comments by the Water Advisory Committee. In July, August, um, consider approval of that final draft of projects and management actions. Um, one 
chapter of the plan that we have not spoken about at great depth and we're going to start to have discussions with the water advisory committee also is the implementation chapter so one of the things that dwr um, is going to want to see is with all the things that you have in your plan how do you plan on carrying them out and what's the step so there has to be some reality to the things that you put into the plan and at least some mechanism that you've thought about on carrying it out. Now, obviously over a 20 year implementation, things may change, uh, circumstances may change, other funding approaches, and, and even some of the implementation steps uh, will likely change. But initially there has to be some thought about what your approach is. And this does get into some of the projects that may be funded either by um, third parties as sort of a, a support function, uh, or they could be uh, funded through some of the groundwater sustainability plan implementation grants, uh, and that may be a fund source, but there may be also fees associated with carrying out some of the, um, uh, the functions. And that might be functions to continue um, the agency moving forward and some of the actions we may deem, the board may deem that the agency needs to carry out. Because um, currently right now it's just um, in-kind staff support and nominal um, contributions from, from member agencies. So if there's other things the agency may uh, decide to do, such as um, uh, gathering more data or an inventory of uh, domestic wells or some other regulatory approach um, that's beyond what current um, actions the member agencies do, uh, there may be a need to um, uh, assess a fee on the, um, within the sub-basin uh, to carry that out. So that, all of that does not need to be decided uh, for the plan and it may be um, listing some of these actions with identified or at least anticipated funding sources such as grants or it may be that there may need to be a uh, fee schedule developed. So I'll pause there for any questions, but we'll have more discussion on this topic as, as we start framing out the plan. Well, but this is also very dependent on how healthy the basin is. If the basin is really healthy, so we, we won't step out into talking about uh, anything but grants, correct? We're, we're not going to go after people and meter their wells and do all that. You got to make sure. Yeah, that I mean, it's right in the public's face all the time. Is that if it's healthy, and we can keep it there, we don't have to do any of these um, government yeah. things, <laughs> things that government like to do, like tax you. Right. Absolutely. So it's really up to the the agency to decide how um, big they want to be, or if the basin is um, you know in, in reasonable shape, and there are some water management things that could be um, uh, taken on that could be funded by grants and we're going to um, almost just carry this forward as just good project management for water projects then yeah the um, obligation of the agency to carry things out and assess fees or um, like you say metering or other things which get very uh, costly um, we don't need to do so it is it is going to be incumbent upon us and um, so I think we'll be looking to have the, uh, the most efficient, uh, cost-effective way to achieve our sustainability goals uh, as we move forward. 
Paul, um, this is Kyle Daly. So for the um, draft of this implementation chapter, do you need to have, say, a list of potential options? Is that all you really need right now? Or do, as far as like may assess fees, may meter wells, may X, Y, Z, <clears throat> or do we have uh -huh. to actually nail down a serious like fee structure like you're talking about in order to get this draft submitted to the state some really good question something in between um so what the chapter is going to um be built upon is what is is uh drafted going into the projects and management actions so let's say in projects and management actions there may be a recharge project or in good dis good um Example was reached with the um, Pusetta Flood Control Agency and their their project uh, that may also have good um, benefits for groundwater recharge. You know, we can account for that. It won't cost us because they're doing their own project. Or if there's um, uh, some of the urban reduction uh, um, conservation programs, those may not need to be funded. Or if there's other projects the agency takes on that will be eligible for grants, we would just reflect um, that. So if it comes down that the agency thinks that there may be a need for fees, you know, it would highlight, let's say, for whatever reason, uh, the agency decided, well, we need um, to do X and to carry that out, and it would take some, some work and some effort. All we'd need to do is put the timeline in when we think we'd need to implement that action and ref just generally reference, we would go through a fee schedule setting process at time X and it may be five, 10 years out. Um, so each one of those things, they don't need to be um, signed, sealed and delivered at the time of the submission of the plan. It would kind of reflect when the grant is available um, you know, may dictate the schedule or some projects may not have a uh, full feasibility study, study and that will take some time. So I hope that answered your question. Yep, thank you. But we don't need um, everything finalized in this plan. It's really the aspiration of where the agency wants to go uh, that's outlined and how we plan on getting there. So uh, with all those chapters and, you know, it's really looking June and July are going to be big decision point um, periods to at least get those chapters um, settled. And we will have discussions with the board on your desire. And um, Chair Conley made a good point about, um, you know, the, the perspective of how uh, big a, a role the agency wants to play or needs to play. Um, and we'll have that discussion so we get direction from the board on how to craft this. Um, but once all the chapters are, are in final draft, including the basin setting uh, chapter, uh, they're gonna be compiled together into the single plan. So there may need to be adjustments as we go through each one of the chapters and um, you know the sustainability, um, the, the sustainable management criteria chapter may affect some adjustments to the basin setting chapter. So we'll take some time, you know, August to get this uh, complete plan together and make sure it's all synced up um, and, and bring that to the stakeholder advisory, uh, the water advisory committee. Uh, it will go for a 60 day public comment period. And that's particularly 
um, due to the statute that requires 60 day comments, um, and I believe a 90 day notice to the land use agencies, uh, but we'll afford the public a, a full 60 day comment period uh, that will afford time for staff and, and the uh, advisory committee to review comments. And then uh, we'll get into December having board hearings and approval. Uh, depending upon the scope and breadth of comments and the issues that are raised and board desires, we may um, need to schedule one or more hearings um, and adjustments and even extend that into uh, January because we do have until January 31st um, to submit the groundwater um, sustainability plan. The last point I also listed down here was the groundwater sustainability, excuse me, sustainability plan implementation grant, uh, which the Department of Water Resources has issued and they're gonna be coming out with um, guidance for the um, plans that are uh, submitted in, in January of 2022, like our plan. Um, and what's available is grants for uh, between two to four, $5 million um, per plan uh, to take certain implementation actions. And what I'd like to do is as we go through the projects and management actions that may include data gaps, it may include projects, let's say developing a recharge project or other things um, to also have a discussion with the board on what your priorities are and what you would like to see us bring forward into this grant. Um, and I'd like to hit the ground running once we get the plan submitted, which would make us eligible for this grant to do that um, right after we get the, uh, uh, the groundwater sustainability plan submitted. Um, so that would really, once the plan gets submitted, that's gonna give us a good jump start um, on a 20-year journey to get the basin into sustainability. Uh, hopefully we can do some things and get things going and get there sooner, uh, but we do have uh, 20 years. But that grant is out there and it's um, kind of a, a real good opportunity for us to take advantage of. Uh, with that, I'll open it up to um, any questions. I do not have any public comment or any hands raised in the queue. Smart guy. Oh, sorry about that. Moving on. Kelly Peterson. About an application. Are you there, Kelly? She's there she is. Can you hear me now? Hear me now? Hear me now? Hear me now? You got a yeah, stream echo. So you yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a speaker. Or 
Uh, Kelly, it's just not going to work. Let's let Paul take it. Yeah, um, I'm not as prepared or versed as, as Kelly, um, but we are pleased that we do have um, for your consideration a uh, candidate for appointment to the Stakeholder Advisory Committee, uh, Nicole Johansson. She submitted an application um, to join the join the WAC. Um, so I probably want to open up if uh, Nicole wants to say a few words. Her all her information and background information, um, business association is um, listed in the packet. Thank you. Nicole, you want? Hi. Good afternoon, Bill and board. This is Nicole Johansson. And for those of you who don't know me, I've lived in Oroville since 2004. Uh, my husband is a farmer. His name's Jamie Johansson. Our farm is on Foothill Boulevard. Our house is up by Lakeside Market. And um, I am a marketing and communications professional. I spent nine years working at Tri-Counties Bank as director of marketing and six years working at Enlow Medical Center as director of marketing. I'm currently working as a marketing consultant uh, one of my clients is the agricultural groundwater users of Butte County. Um, my Our business and our livelihood depends on agriculture, and I wanted to do my part in stepping up to be part of the water discussion in the county, and so I submitted the application. I hope I can bring value to your board. Thank you. Any questions by anybody? I'll entertain a motion. Yeah, I, I move we uh, approve the uh, addition to the WAC of Nicole. A second. I, I'd like to say to put in a very impressive packet, Nicole. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So we'll just call a roll on this one. Please. Um. Um, Chair Conley? Aye. Uh, Commissioner Byram? Aye. Commissioner Daly? Aye. Commissioner Riston? Aye. All right. Motion well, carries. Welcome aboard, Nicole. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I did have one question. There were two seats. There was a business seat and an agricultural seat, and I believe I put in my application that I was Happy to take either of those, whatever was open. I don't know if you guys made that decision if I'm an ag representative or a business representative, but either way works for me. Yes, in uh, the recommendation management committee had put you forward as the uh, ag well owner representative with a term ending on April 22nd, 2023. Great. Okay, thank you. Welcome aboard. Thank you. Thanks. All right. So we're going to move on to the uh, reports and correspondence. Wyandotte Creek GSA Advisory Committee update. It was written. Uh, Chair Conley. It was written and in our packet. But Chair Conley. Go ahead. We we have uh, item three approval of a two year GSA financial audit. I don't know if Kelly's on. We don't get along. Back in there. All right. So what's before us? I guess I can explain this. And what's before us? Do we want to go every year, or do we want to go every other year on an audit? I would recommend we go every other year because not much has happened and unless there's some reason to do it every year, we ought to do it that way. 
So wishes of the board. Is there a recommendation by staff as far as that goes? I don't, oh, I see it there. Yeah. Yeah, we recommend a, a two-year audit. We were actually exploring um, and there was, was some agencies that were formed on, in the code where they could go five years, uh, but we're limited to um, uh, having it at least every two years. And we have a, the budget we have is $15,000 um, with, you know, no employees, no, um, none of that. So it, it's really simple and, um, and it is costly to have uh, audit conducted. So we recommended the uh, two year. All right. Yeah, this is uh, Director Riston. I think a two-year audit is more than sufficient uh, for the size of our organization. And that's your motion? Uh, and I make a motion <laughs> that uh, we go to a two-year audit. Perfect. Give me a second, somebody. I'll second. We had a motion and a second. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 All right. Man, there's something. I run all these meetings, and I never skip a thing. I come to this one every month, and I skip <laughs> something. I swear to you. It's just, like, weird. Okay, number four, uh, Wyandotte Creek GSA Advisory Committee update. It was written and in our packet. Does anybody have any questions about that? Or do we want to hear And we can't hear Kelly very good, so. Can you hear me now, by chance? Yeah, we can. Do you want to uh, right. give a little verbal update? Yeah, no, this item is, you're correct, it's just a written report. I'm uh, just giving you a quick update on that. Uh, the meetings of the, the Wyandotte Creek Advisory Committee, and uh, they'll be meeting uh, in on May 6th, the next. So, here to answer any questions. Anybody have any questions? Okay. No. Uh, you're up again, then. Um, it's the GSA financial report, which was also written. Anybody have any Correct. questions on that? No, that looks good to me. Good. You're up again. Monitoring okay. well installation update. All right. Here that we go. Yeah, uh, just real quickly on this one, the uh, the application was submitted to Environmental Health back on 14, and uh, the GSA has expended the funds to be able to pay for that. So that was. Uh, right within the budget, we approved that a few months back um, to be able to pay for that from the Wind Up GSA uh, budget. And the estimated start date is next Monday. So uh, just moving forward, hoping that uh, the approvals go through. I've, I've been in direct contact with them. So uh, it's kind of in their court at this point, um, but it'll be within the week, if not, if not Monday. So things are moving forward and looking really good out there. All good, everybody? Questions? Good. Excellent. Uh, I guess we're still looking for other locations, correct? Correct. Uh, that's always an option. I think we want to we want to get this one underway, and it's it's kind of a lengthy process. So uh, we want to get this one behind us, and then also look at new uh, new areas for for additional monitoring wells throughout throughout the subbasin. Yes. Thank you. Kelly, I've, this is uh, Bruce Riston. I have a question. Is, is there a cap on monitoring wells? I mean, would there be something where we would say if we have 500, is that enough? Or, you know, I mean, is there, is there somewhere where we say we have enough? Well, that's a good question. And I, I would say that um, right now at the moment, we've got about 10. So... 
what what DWR proposes in terms of being able to be uh, representative of an area is that you should at least have one well in about a three mile um, radius from that area. And, and so that well should be able to tell you, you know, if you draw a circle around it, that these are basically representing the conditions around it. So okay. that would be ideally, for, at least for groundwater levels, um, something that we would, we would shoot for. And that's something that uh, we're looking at right now uh, in the Wyandotte Creek Advisory Committee and with the GSP, they're called representative monitoring sites. And so we're we're pulling that all together and and looking at the coverages that we have, and um, and really just trying to get a, a good handle on that. Okay, good, very good. So I don't think we'll we'll hit our cap anytime soon since we don't have too many of them, but uh, but it's it's good to get more online. Yes. Right. Okay. Very good. Okay, number seven, management committee update. Kelly. Sure. Uh, you know, we we don't really have any updates at this point. We're, we're plugging along and moving forward, meeting with the advisory committee, and now that we've got five folks on there, it's gonna it's really going to get down into the, the details here. Uh, so I'll just pass it over to anybody else on the management committee who might have something to add. What a happy, what a happy bunch! That's a good thing. Okay, um, so in every meeting we have to allow the public to speak on something that's not agendized. If there's anyone public has public comment, we'll take it now. Although we can't act on it. I don't have any written communications, and it doesn't look like there's any hand raised from the public. All right, beautiful. Okay, the meeting will be adjourned. Our next regular meeting will be May twenty seventh, twenty twenty one. Thank you. Welcome aboard, Nicole. Thank you. Thank you. Good job, clerk. Good job to everyone. <laughs>